Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we are discussing Runaways, Season 3, Episodes 1 through 5, the first half. All that, right? If this ad we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. How you doing, buddy? I am... I'm jet-lagged, man. Oh, yeah? It's weird. We did uh, we did a lot of traveling. Or, well, I've done a lot of traveling uh, here recently for work. And then we also include going to uh, going to Birmingham for a week. And the uh, the time shift there, the, like the difference in time zone. Yeah. Uh, and, and all the flying and stressing over the flying. Like, it's just got me bushed. I still. hear you, man. I hear you. Well, it was good to see you. Good to see you back in the ham, in the ham zone, as they call it. The Amazon. I didn't know they call it that. <laughs> oh, Amazon. That's pretty good. No, nah, I've got a buddy who calls it the Ham Zone. But oh. Amazon, the Amazon. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's because it's so muggy. Mm, yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> um, yeah, I like. I like how. I like what you misheard there. Yeah, me too. Well, let's talk about Runaways. Um, I have. I have a good bit to say about <laughs> my thoughts on this season. <laughs> Um, it doesn't sound like it's going to be good. I don't want to be super down on it. Cause obviously if you're listening to this episode, you probably are watching this show and probably enjoying it. But, and I still don't think it's by, by any means the worst thing that Marvel's done. Um, but the big, my yeah. big problem with this season is spoiler alert, I guess for, for season three, uh, one episodes, one through five. My big problem is, uh, I, I feel like we're, by having so many characters not be themselves, um, well, first of all, in in these first three episodes, five episodes, I think we've lost three of the main characters. I believe. Have we? Have we? Let's see. Yeah, we lost. Well, we lost. Well, her. Um, we lost Chase's mom. Chase's mom, uh, which she died, but she might still be in the Matrix or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, she's a part of the the framework now. I mean, yeah, the algorithm. The algorithm, right? Whatever it is, it's not the framework. It's the algorithm. So she died uh, pretty quickly. Uh, Nico's father is uh, is, put, is put on critical condition, so he's out of the story for pretty much the whole first five episodes, at least. Yeah. Um, and I, wait, didn't we lose one more parent? The mom goes to jail, so she's taken out of the equation. And so, oh no, she got murdered in jail. Oh, that's it. That's what I'm sorry. See that? That's yeah, that's she got stabbed in jail. Yes. So, so, so she's dead now. So, like in the first five episodes, we've lost, we've lost two, and one has been in critical condition. Three of the others are taken over by uh, extraterrestrial beings, and that's kind of a problem because this whole show is about these kids and how they relate to their parents. It's supposed to be about these kids. Uh, fighting back against their villainous parents. And that's the fun of it. And I yeah. feel like this entire season is, uh, we, 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 we've lost that. We've lost that completely. Yeah. It's gone sideways a lot in a, in a real way. 
And I just, I don't, everybody, all the villains are now mustache twirlers. Instead of, previously we had one villain, uh, which was Jonah, who I guess you'd say was a mustache twirler, but not really. He, like, he just wants, he just doesn't care about humanity. He just wants his family back. I guess that's the case with all these extraterrestrials, but it still just feels like suddenly we had all these complex characters in season one and two, and now suddenly we have a bunch of extraterrestrials who just want to destroy all the all the kids yeah well jonah at first was just trying to maintain his life force you know through the through the children or whatever sure well with the eventual goal of escaping yeah, the eventual goal of of getting out with his family that's that's all fine and well sure but like you said he wasn't that complex and everybody else was but then they seemed to want to make him the you know the the villainous star, so to speak. You know he he became the the focal point of the of the villainous side, and then it was like, oh no, wait, the parents are trying to find a way to usurp him. They're just going about it the wrong way, and you know they've just been pushed to to terrible things because of you know that's parenting. Wouldn't you do that for your kids? Like that's yeah, kind of a cop out in my opinion. And to me, that's been the interesting part of the first two seasons is these kids having to reconcile that they come like kind of fight their parents when they realize their parents are doing such horrible things. But then it's also about vil- these villains who are, who have done horrible things and, and by all uh, accounts, they are bad guys, but yep. they love their children. And so it's like the emotional complexity of that. And that is completely lost at least for the first half of the season. As far as I can tell, those extraterrestrials are still in control of those three bodies, four bodies. Um, I, I don't see it changing. Yeah. Well, it feels like in this first half, they have just been trying to rush through, like, let's get rid of the parents. Let's get the parents out of the way so that we can tell this story about magic. And... Yeah, that's great and all. I want you to get to the magic thing because that's pretty cool and Elizabeth Hurley's really hot, but like, <laughs> but tell the story the right way, you know? Like, don't just rush through it. Speaking of, uh, and, and I guess this might be a spoiler, so spo- skip forward 30 seconds if you don't want to be spoiled on the rest of the season. Uh, and the reason I say that is because I, Hulu keeps showing me ads. I guess I don't even have to say what it is. Ke- Hulu keeps showing me ads for the last half of the season. Ugh. before I ever watch the f- first half. So it's just showing me, it's basically showing me what's going to happen. Who's a good guy. Who's a bad guy. Like long before I should know that. So Hulu's just been playing constantly trailers for runaways that are only showing me what happens in the last half of the season. I'm so annoyed by it. <laughs> that's, that's frustrating. It's really frustrating. It's freaking spoilers. <laughs> okay. So, uh, we, uh, what do you think about the, the, the Alex thing, the Alex Wilder? Well, I have some extreme thoughts about it. <laughs> I, figured you, I figured you would. To dive in fully, we need to go into a special <laughs> comic book spoiler section that we should save for the end. I okay. basically, okay. Uh, my, my non-comic book spoiler issue is just the same thing as all the other people that are not. They really, it really was annoying because they... <laughs> They tried to make it where Alex was the like sleeper agent this whole time, right? Uh, yeah. And s- at least as, since the since the ship crashed or since the ship blew up, when they all realized it, they start going over the last couple weeks, 
and they're like, wait, how could it be that he's the, he's the, um, uh, the son because he did this and that. And then someone goes, well, depending on your willpower, it can take a little while for the, uh, personality to fully emerge. Cop out. <laughs> exactly. That pissed me off so much. Cause basically we've been watching a mystery story for four episodes. That's revealed in, I think, episode four, and it's a mystery, or it's three, actually. Um, it's the, the whole thing is a mystery of where is the last one of these aliens. Yep. And so, we, I'm, I'm paying really close attention to all of the clues. That's the fun of a mystery story. And then you get to the end, and they say, oh, all the clues you paid attention to didn't matter. We were just going to do whatever we wanted to. Yep. Yep. It's cop out for the mystery part of it. It's just, in general, it feels like bad storytelling. And it's making me very frustrated with this season is, is that kind of thing where they're, they're trying to tell this, you know, some kind of story, but it's like they haven't figured out, they haven't agreed as writers on what the story is yet. And we're getting all of these different pieces of all these different things that are all trying to smash together and just see what sticks to the wall. And right now we're watching stuff fall off the wall, which is the parents, the aliens, whatever. They're like, it's parents, it's aliens. It's, you know, it's, it's ghosts. It's another dimension. Yeah. It's, you know, it's everything else. And like, and we haven't even been, we haven't even gotten the, the cloak and dagger crossover that we were, promised oh yeah i think that's next episode i, I it's, it, it's either it's either episode six or seven i don't know i just remember hearing about it it's, it's either in six or seven well it better happen soon damn it <laughs> uh, so when when i love this comic and part of the reason i love this comic is it's ballsy it like yeah. really they do really interesting ballsy things in the comic um not first off you know, in the very first run of issues, they find out their parents are villains. And that's the whole concept of the show. It's like uh, these kids with sort of the innocence of childhood fighting back against their villainous parents. Like that's a cool story in itself. And then they do some, uh, some twists and turns that are even more ballsy that we'll get into in this little spoiler section here at the end. Um, and when this show started, uh, the one thing that I think is a failing of the comic uh, is although their parents are their parents and I guess there's some love there, their parents in the comics are a lot more mustache twirly. Their parents are very just like simple. Uh, and, and generally they're, they're kind of monoliths too. Like there's the two time travelers, there's the two scientists, yeah. there's the two tech people and they just kind of exist as a unit. There's not as much interplay between them. And the I, watching the first two seasons of the show, I thought they were elevating that material uh, by really diving deeper into those adult characters. And that's what compelled me most about the show. And suddenly those characters are just gone. L three yeah. of them literally. And <laughs> then th three others, are, you know, are, are also just no longer around. You know, they come to the surface every once in a while, apparently. Uh, apparently. Uh, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, it's really interesting that kind of, I guess, building on to the characters from the comics, these each of these parents has their own unique identity within the family unit. And even even more so than that, like each 
like each mother is different in a way. You know, each mother has a different motherly way. Each father has a different fatherly tone, you know? Absolutely. And, and it was so cool in the first season and second season for that to be, you know, we had so many characters that they were, they were, they were so nuanced and so, so unique from each other. And then here in season three, it feels like the, that somebody, you know, somebody who's been pitching the story is like, oh, hold on, hold on, and just like grabs a few pieces in hand, like wipes everything else off the board, throws them down, and goes, okay, all right, all right, here we go. Now this, these five people, right? <laughs> they don't, they're, they're untrusting of each other, and this one does magic. And it seems like they've been rushing through getting everybody off the board to be able to do that. Yeah, I, I, I like. I'm not even so opposed to getting some people off the board because I, I, I do think that the first two seasons were a little busy because Loaded. you have five characters, five um, you know, youth characters and eight adults. It's like a lot. Well, nine counting Jonah. So there's there's a whole lot going on, um, and you know, I I just. I just think that they've for first for the first problem I had with this show was that they did not do what they should have done at the end of the first season. They should have they basically should have moved through the comic book faster, and I think this show would have been extra compelling. Um, but they decided not to do that, and it's kind of uh, and now and now they're just doing the storyline that I don't I almost don't care. You know, I don't really care about the Gaborum <laughs> very much. Yeah, I, I hope the magic storyline is going to be interesting, and I really. Hope they do cloak and dagger justice. Yeah, yeah. When they went into the uh, dark dimension in uh, in episode five, I was like, "All right, here it is. Here we go. Like this is the way, right? This is wow. I've been saying that a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've, I've had a lot of time with the Mando here lately. Oh yeah, the shows the show's so good. Cool. Anyway, I guess um, I won't talk about it because I'll get a lot of hate on the. On yeah, the you will. <laughs> from me (laughs) you're fucking wrong matt (laughs) anyway uh episode five we got them in what they said was the dark dimension and you know we've had a lot of of dark dimensioning especially in season two uh with cloak and dagger and i was thinking yes this is this is when we get them this is our time baby here we go let's do it and then they didn't. Yeah, I think they're just they're just layering in stuff um, that, that to kind of make those two shows part of the same world, you know. And and that's cool because now we know that uh, the dark dimension is kind of part of all of this that Nico's going through. Um, so I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited like, about what'll happen next. Yeah, I'm hopeful for the future, but I'm. I, I don't like what we've seen so far in season three. I'm going to be honest, like just to put it flatly, I do not like what we've, what we've had. Yeah. I I don't even really hate what that we've gotten. I just find that they have kind of deleted all the reasons I like the show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like all the complexity <laughs> of the first two seasons has sort of been pared down. To where yep. it's just Gaborum, and and they they're, they're trying to rebuild the Gaborum as their own characters. Like they've given the father his character. Well, we know we know Jonah. They've given the mother her own like sort of thing, and and the daughter and the son. They all have their own motivations, and 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 that is interesting. But it's kind of like you already had done the work of building eight interesting characters, and now you're just kind of putting them on a shelf and making new ones. It and it may just be a result of. Uh, them trying to stretch the story out longer than they needed to, you know, because 
it's possible they want to do more of the comic book, but they're like, well, we want to hold on to that, and, and they're not doing it. Do you want to you get into a little comic book spoiler talk? Yeah, let's do that. Because I just want to really... Full. So this is a spoiler. I don't know if it's going to be a spoiler for the show. It doesn't seem like they're going to do it, and it's pissing me off. So if you don't want to know spoilers from the comic, uh, we'll be back soon with more uh, Marvel talk. But spoiler <laughs> section. Into the, into the cast. Let's talk to spoilers. <sighs> it's such I, a freaking uh, cop-out what they've done out. for okay, Alex. So if you don't know, in the comic... Um, if you if you're if you if you're just disappointed enough with this show that you're not trying to keep yourself from spoilers anymore, in the comics, at the in the end of the first run of the comics, Alex, who has sort of been their leader, turns out to be a villain. He has been working against them all along to show his parents that he could bring everyone down. He's trying to sort of prove himself to pride, and Alex is a bad guy. Yep. And it's a beautiful thing because it makes absolute sense the way they do it in the comic. You just suddenly realize that like, yeah, it's not just the adults who can be evil. It's this, this kid is also evil. And, and, and he's, he's kind of your, uh, view into the show like into the into the comic i should say like he's he's the sort of the protagonist the main protagonist of the comic i feel like he's he's sort of the first one you get to know and you know you have that sort of connection to him and then suddenly he's the villain and it's a great twist and it seems like what they're trying to do here with the gaborum inhabiting him is they're trying to have their cake and eat it too uh but instead they're just not serving cake anymore like i, I, I <laughs> they're trying to have have him have a villainous turn but maintain the character of alex that they've built up for a few seasons and i i don't want that i really been just waiting for that Al- I, and he's and he's doing it well the actor's playing evil well I just really wish it was actually Alex being evil and not just another mind control story. Yeah. 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 This whole, uh, and it's not even mind control to be honest. It's sure. It's sure, body sure. control. Right. But no, I know still, I'm just saying like, it's not Alex regardless. Yeah, like either way it doesn't work and it's really freaking frustrating that they're doing that. And just, it's such a, okay. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm getting real worked up about it because, like, when they when they didn't do it in the first season, we were like, okay, I mean, I guess, sure. Oh, wait, they're finally running away. Like, first season was basically the first issue of the comics. And then they didn't do it in season two, and it was, we were just, we were still kind of like, okay, but, like, when... When though, they should have run away a, a lot quicker. It should have just that, that first season should have been the first run of the comics. That 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 would have made the show. If the first season of the show had ended with Alex's turn, this show would have been epic forever. You know what I mean? Yeah, it would have been like, oh shit, that show is good. We didn't expect that. You know, like people that had, didn't know the comic would have been amazed. Um, but no, they just they just didn't. It's just not nearly as ballsy as the comic. And I don't want to be that guy who's just like the comic's better. But like, man, it did. just it feels so safe. You it know, does. it feels like they keep doing the same old tropes that you keep seeing in TV, and they think that oh, because we're putting a Marvel name on it and having it be about like ah, oh, it's magic. It's like no, it's still a, a show about kids not agreeing with their parents. You know that happens literally all the time. Yeah. All right. Well, that's, that's I said my piece. That's what I feel about they they just Alex should be a bad guy by now. 
And I don't. And at this point, I can't imagine they're going to make him a bad guy for another reason at the end of the season. You know what I mean? Like they're they're giving him his bad guy turn as a Gaborum. I don't think they're going to like bring him back from being a Gaborum and then have him be evil Alex at the end. Yeah, where he's just like, oh, that felt good. I'm going to do that a lot. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. No, I feel like what they're going to do is they're going to get him back, and then he's going to be like, I'm so sorry, and then they're going to have that whole like oh it was okay it's okay because it was it wasn't you and he's like oh but it felt like it was me and then you know whatever yeah also he (sighs) was awful to his mother then she died and like that would be a great moment for the character of alex to like have to deal with the death of his mother after being such an asshole to her in prison you know and instead, yeah. it, we're getting that, but it was actually a Gaborum the whole time. It, I mean, it almost looked like that was the... Uh, mm, okay, I just put a little more depth on it in my head. Okay. So, it it seemed like that was the, the trigger moment of like, all right, the plan has come to fruition. Now it's time to take control of this body. But it could have been that that was a moment that made his resolve slip and... You know, they were saying, like, it, depending on the will of the of the host, right? it could take a while. So, maybe that's when his will got broken enough for the thing to take over. Maybe so. Maybe so. And he's, he's just retracted into himself. Hmm. That's possible. Um, I, I'd have to go back and rewatch the, the timeline on it. But, yeah, it's, it's possible. I, I don't like it. I don't like it either because th- th- <laughs> it just all ruins the mystery of who is the Gaborum. Who is the one more family member that's missing, you know? Yeah, and it, and and all the clues didn't matter at all. They 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 did. They intentionally spent three episodes giving us clues about who was the Gaborum, and none of that mattered. That pisses me off so much. Yeah, I mean, maybe if uh, if if there had been like gaps, if he had been having gaps in his in his memory and like losing time, and have like have them discover that he'd been doing stuff, and he was like, I don't remember doing that, guys. Like, maybe I could believe this whole, you know, the Gaborum inside him thing, but as is, it's just, it's boring and bland and overdone and done wrong and, yeah. I'm done talking about it, man. Let's go, let's talk about something else. Well, (laughs) that'll be our Runaways talk for this first five episodes. And as much as we we clearly are not a fan of what they're doing for season three, um, I I am hopeful for these last six, five episodes. I really am. Like the the introduction of Cloak and Dagger, this will be our last probable last look at Cloak and Dagger. I don't think they're bringing it back. They might, but I don't think they are. So this will probably be our last chance to see Cloak and Dagger. And I love those guys. So um, hopefully they won't <laughs> do do a horrible thing to them. Uh, I'm really hoping that they, you know, c- keep that intact and 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 service it well. Yeah, uh, I wonder who's directing and writing that episode. I, I would hope it'd be someone from the Cloak and Dagger team, but I don't know. I don't know, man. All right, guys. Well, that is our Runaways chat for this week. We'll be back with more Marvel talk uh, soon. Very, 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 very soon. Um, we're doing a, a news and feedback episode tomorrow. So hope is, so stick around keep your ear to the ground for that uh, we are the marvel cinematic universe podcast hit us up at mcucast.com at mcucast on twitter facebook.com slash mcucast mcucast at gmail.com or call us at 573 cast mcu uh, and that's about all i got to say about that if you want to support the podcast go to patreon.com slash mcucast 
And uh, if you want to hear my music, go uh, search for Matthew Carroll, wherever you get music. All right. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Believers.